What's the deal? Hey guys, this is Andrew Bunn. And Sam Page. Uh, This is a podcast where we casually debate various serious controversial issues. Today we will be talking about cancel culture. Let's discuss what cancel culture is. By definition, it is where someone has taken off social media or professional circles, whether that is online, on social media, or in person. What is it to you? Um, I well, think... Sam, let's take a question. I feel like it's the same. Kind of. Would you agree? Yeah. I would say. I mean, it's if something that they do or have said in the, the past or... So, like, it doesn't even have to be a person. It can be, like, a company if they do something that's deemed... Um, yeah controversial or offensive and in some cases it is you know they're just taken off or discredited moving forward yeah i agree i feel like that's a really good definition of what like it really is and it can be like such a yeah weird thing because someone can have like a really massive following and be doing really well for themselves in their career or company and something like that happens and you know it's could be the end for them and yeah it's just kind of a crazy thing that's been going on recently from me personally i see twitter and TikTok. yes i actually have something on that yeah uh I found on the insider.com, it says the phrase cancel culture experienced notable growth in 2016 and 2017, particularly, particularly on black Twitter. Um, I wasn't on Twitter at the time, but I would say that like I saw a, a massive spike on it, like, you know, within the past two years. And yeah, I would agree as well. Um, that being on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, for where I've seen it, it's definitely been a lot on TikTok, but that could be because it's branching off from TikTok into Twitter or from Twitter into TikTok. Yeah, definitely. And um, because, you know, how it, how it started on Twitter was it was just like a hashtag and it was like a hashtag at the end of the post, like hashtag like canceled or they would just like talk about that. And so we you know where it originates from. It will branch on to other social media um, uh, outlets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Having that being like somebody that's done it recently gives you an idea that it's not an issue that has just happened here and there. It's an ongoing issue that happens very often, mm-hmm. which is very crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is a little bit... So- off topic but you know since we're like we're all here where would you guys say like your stance is on on cancel culture and um on that habit because i think that's something that's important to you know like let people know who are listening to know like where we're at on it the other do you want to go first um i can't yeah um personally i don't think it's I don't think it's like a good like thing to do. There's always room for growth, no matter who it is. Um, just you know, yucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I just I don't know. I think that there are other ways to 
help someone understand that they've done something wrong than completely canceling them off of social media to the point where they have less credibility in getting another job. In fact, if it gets to that point, um, I feel like forgiveness and like being willing to be able to be like taught what like you've done wrong and whether how bad it is or not, you have to grow and learn from that experience. And I feel like canceling someone is really not going to help them understand it, but really just leave an everlasting scar on them as a person. Mm. And it's more, it's more going to be a scar left on them and allowing them to never be able to be forgiven than getting them help that they need. Yeah, yeah. I would, I totally agree with that. And I think another thought I'd add, like, I agree with everything you guys have said, but, um, I don't, I personally, I don't agree with it. Um, I do agree bringing awareness to, you know, what people have done because I think they need to be held accountable and, mm-hmm. and there has to be something done for the actions of others. But I think my problem with it is it started as a movement with, I think I kind of like the idea of it, like bringing awareness to it, but not the way it's executed. And I think where it goes wrong is I think it's more of like a trend now than it is a movement. Mm-hmm. And I think where that falls like has a downward spiral is I don't think enough thought is put into it. And I agree with mm-hmm. Sam, like there, there are things as such as forgiveness. And there are even things that people said like a long time ago and like they've changed now, but yeah, I think, you know, just something needs to be done in a, in a smarter way because, you know, we've all made mistakes and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, I agree. So we did multiple interviews on teachers. We did multiple interviews on teachers and also some students. So my question to you guys is, so what are your thoughts on those interviews? Um, I think they went really good. It was really interesting. I personally interviewed, uh, well, me and Sam um, did Mr. Patterson. And then on my own yesterday, I did uh, Brady Starner in the hallway and I think it was just really interesting to to talk to people about it um and see like similarities to what people said and like even differences people said and I think something that really stuck out to me from the two interviews I did was uh Mr. Patterson he talked about how he just stays off social media because of the the job he has and just wanting to stay away from that and uh the Mm. thing that he said was just like it's hard to be on social media because so many people take other things like things offensively whenever maybe someone didn't even mean to um, like come across aggressively. So, and you know, I think that's just the world we're living in where things are changing. And I think that's something that people need to take into account. And I think Mr. Patterson brought, you know, brought up a really fair point with that. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to be there. Have you guys interviewed Mr. Patterson? Sorry. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. Did you guys have anything that was like really stuck out to you from the people that you I liked Mrs. Z's? Yeah, I agree. I feel like Mrs. Z was definitely my uh most favorite interview in the fact that she is so aware of uh all of these things because she talked about how she's been on social media as long as there's ever been any. And I feel like she was probably the yeah. most informed teacher or student that I know of, which made it a lot easier having a conversation with her about this topic. 
because I feel like she knew as well as we did about our topic. So this video is brought to you by Go Guardian. Thank you for not letting us do our homework and not letting us do anything on our computers. Okay. Um, now let's listen to some interviews. Hello, this is Andrew Bunn and Sam Page. We are interviewing Mr. Patterson on cancel culture for English composition. Today, we will be talking about cancel culture. Let's discuss what cancel culture is. By definition, it's culturally blocking someone from having a public platform, not allowing them to contribute to society after a misstep. What is it to you, and what are your personal thoughts? What is cancel culture? Yes. Is that what you're asking? Yes. I, basically, it's shunning somebody from, from some platform, some arena in the public life. Um, I, <laughs> I missed the second part of the question there. Oh, um, I said, uh, what are your personal ideas of it? Oh, your, I, I think it, honestly, I think it's a bunch of people that are just not getting their way. It, it's very... Uh, it's like throwing a temper tantrum when things don't, don't go as they see it should. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically it's, it's the adult version of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just starting off giving a little warm up question. So name how long you've been on social media and what types. Okay. Social media. If Let's at see. all. If at if, all. If at all. I do not have Facebook. I do not have uh, Instagram. Okay. Snapchat, all that stuff. I do have a Twitter account that I used to use, but I, I haven't been on it forever. Uh, there's a forum, which is old school, that I still participate in very little. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't get on any of that much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can you think of a few examples of cancel culture, whether that's like celebrities on Twitter or, you know, like recently with some brands changing their labels because of um, some, you know, offensive, well, people, things people view offensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there are quite a few things. I watch, uh, uh, I watch uh, some stuff, uh, on YouTube, there's a there's a fellow by the name of Eric Cortina, and he is a um, I want to say he's an entrepreneur. He he builds barn dominiums, builds houses, but he also competes in long range rifle shooting, mm-hmm. and he made a video where he took a uh, a watering can, and he was talking about using that as an analogy for a gun. So what he did is he made the video of him watering plants and all he did was use the words gun, bullet, etc. Without seeing the video, YouTube canceled that video. Got rid of it. Got rid of it. it. Okay. Blocked it. Uh, They eventually then, I think, uh, let it back on. They demonetized it. And it's things like that 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 I see happening with cancel culture. Uh, Other... Other things I know, um, there's just a, a couple different examples on YouTube. That, that's the main arena that I I see that happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and celebrities, uh, a lot of a few years or a few months ago, it was like, um, what do I want to say? News anchors and whatnot. They were getting accused of of different things. So yeah. immediately, as soon as the accusation comes out, boom, they're off the air. They lost mm-hmm. their job with no due process. Mm-hmm. 
um, did you participate in the canceling of, of that person? And maybe not of that person, but, um, of just like people in general or like casting judgment on, you know, people. Uh, no, I don't let other people's opinions sway me when, in that regard, I have my own set of beliefs. If I see something that, that I don't like, I don't care for, I don't watch it. I don't participate in it. I stay away from it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let, Let them do what they're doing. As long as it ain't hurting anybody else. Okay. They can, they can say what they want. They can do what they want. I just don't participate in it. Mm-hmm. I don't actively go out and say, you know, Sam, you shouldn't watch this, this guy on this TV show because he does this. Mm-hmm. You know, Andrew, you shouldn't buy this product because this thing is happening within their company and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So many people view cancel culture as a, as a movement to seek truth. However, what will be the impacts for the people who become victims of it? Uh, I think they're going to have a, uh, they're going to have, uh, they're going to be stereotyped. Like you've been canceled. So you're, you've done something bad and it doesn't matter who's casting that judgment. There's always going to be this cloak of, of, uh, you know, a question that hangs over top of them. Like, Hey, is this, is this person good? Is their company good? Is their product good? Et cetera. Mm -hmm. Just because of some incident that somebody deemed offensive. Um, I've seen it happen here at Garraway years ago with a particular teacher who had something on Facebook. And I I would say that it was questionable. And and, and teachers with social media have to be super, super careful. Um, That person never came back to Garraway as a teacher again Mm -hmm. because of that incident. And it, it makes you question on the, we were reading a book and it talks about redemption and forgiveness. It makes you wonder like if that's an issue that's going on in, in America and not just America, just people making mistakes and yeah, they should be held accountable for it, but in a different way where it's not like almost, you could say like self-righteous, like people thinking that they're better than you, but everyone's made mistakes. Like everyone can make mistakes, maybe not like to the degree of, getting like canceled but like there's it does raise a question of and that kind of leads me into why do we have a nation who swarms behind this type of movement and does this hide a bigger issue in the hearts of each person um (laughs) it was kind of i found it kind of funny you said you you read a book about redemption and forgiveness and that just made me think of something else (laughs) (laughs) um but uh why do we do this? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I understand getting upset if something's bad. Somebody's done wrong. Yeah. You know, a group of people or an individual, something happens to them that's bad. But you got to look at, like you said, everybody is going to make a mistake at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, should they be accountable? Absolutely. Should we learn from it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think the big issue here is taking responsibility. You know, it's very hard for people to say I made a mistake mm-hmm. and it's embarrassing to say I made a mistake yeah I mean as a as a as a parent as a teacher as a student as an athlete as a coach it doesn't matter what arena of life it is mm-hmm. it's hard for you to stand in front of people and say I screwed up and I think people are just protecting themselves they they want to blame somebody else mm-hmm. you know uh I, I could go into to instances 
like with with cops and whatnot. You know, take responsibility. Yeah. You you don't want you don't want trouble, then don't cause trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um. It's kind of like getting. Um, I'm trying to think of any particular celebrity. Um, because I don't keep up on social media. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know LeBron James had said something. You know what? If you don't want the attention, you don't want the the bad rap or whatnot. Just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Stay away from it. Don't say it. You know, uh, you're, you don't need to go out and try to convince people to think the same way as you. It, people are going to be different. We have to ex- understand that and accept that people are going to be different. Mm-hmm. Okay? Respect their, their decision. You don't have to agree with it. That's fine. Don't yeah. agree with it. Yeah. You know, but at least say, okay, that's you. You do you. I'll do me. Let's mm-hmm. move on. And when people... And when people cancel someone, it almost takes away their opportunity to apologize and realize that they are wrong. So they feel like their apology isn't enough instead of un- like help- having someone help them understand what they did wrong. And I feel like that's something that needs to change. I, w- I would agree. Yeah. In a, in a lot of instances, I'd say that you're, you're right. Okay. You're, you're right. They don't get a chance. It's just, hey, let's let's follow the mob mentality. Yeah, and yeah. and get rid of this person for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. All right, that's gonna be a wrap on what's the deal, our new podcast. Okay, we appreciate you talking to us today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, fellas. Hope you have a great day. You too. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Today we have with us Mrs. Z. Mrs. Z, say hello. Hi, everybody. Uh, today we will be talking to her about cancel culture what's the deal with cancel culture let's start off there okay so mrs z sam read the description of cancel culture please cancel culture by definition is culturally blocking someone from having a public platform not allowing them to contribute to society after a misstep and what is it to you like your personal ideas of this So my personal uh, experience or views, I guess, on cancel culture, it just seems like every other day on TikTok, another influencer is getting canceled for having opposing views. Um, So cancer culture is something that I I don't quite understand um, because it's okay for people to have opposing views from you and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to ruin their lives because they have a different view than you do. So just warming up through uh, just getting to know you a little bit more, how long have you been on social media and what types? Well, I'm an OG to social media. (laughs) Um, I had uh, MySpace way back in the day. Um, And Facebook came out the year after, or the year before I started college, so I'm an OG there. Um, Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff I've had experience with. Okay, so off the top of your head, can you think of a few examples of cancel culture, such as like somebody that got canceled or like movements that got canceled, etc.? Jeffree Star is Mm -hmm. one that I can think of off the top of my head. If you don't know who Jeffree Star is, he is a um, makeup guru. He originally started in like the punk rock scene as a musician and then transferred into 
doing makeup videos and then has his own makeup brand. And um, there was a lot of contra well, he's always surrounded by controversy because <laughs> yeah, I think it's true. just his personality. Yeah. <laughs> um, but him and uh, Shane, Shane Dawson, Dawson yeah, yeah. Um, did a palette together and then things came out mm -hmm. between um, their personal views that don't necessarily have to do anything with their makeup brand and um, people were destroying those $90 palettes. Um, with anybody that's ever gotten canceled, did you participate in the canceling of, like, that person? No, I didn't because it's okay. My personal opinion is it's okay for people to have different views from you. And if a person does, it opens up a really good opportunity to have a conversation with someone. Um, and being able to explain why you see things differently than them um, is, is something that I think a lot of the modern generation has a difficult time doing. They would rather just completely shut off a person or push them aside without truly understanding or being able to work out those differences. Um, and many people view cancel culture as a way to seek truth. However, what will be the unforeseen impacts be for people who become victims of that? I think, uh, with how, how fast things spread on social media, it would be very easy to start a rumor that is not true, um, that could completely ruin someone's life without having any evidence to back it up. Mm -hmm. um, why do you think we have a nation who swarms behind this type of movement and does this hide a bigger issue in the hearts of everybody? I think that this really has to do with the lack of social emotional skills that the current society has, um, along with mental health. And um, it, it's almost like a stigma where you don't talk about mental health and you don't talk about um, social emotional growth. And it's, it's almost something that you need taught or it's something that you need experience with. And if they're not getting that experience in their personal lives, then it, you know, turns into this cancer culture, mm -hmm. cancel culture. <laughs> um, Sam, do you have any follow-up questions for her at all? Um, no, I don't think I did you. Um, what about, so I know you were saying like opposing views. What about, cause I know a lot of the examples that I can think of, like the most recent that I could think of would be Morgan Wallen. I'm like, he got canceled, which is a country singer, if you don't know mm -hmm. that is. He got canceled for saying the N word like a few years back or however many, but like, Whenever you say like opposing views, you also mean just like political views or like would you mean something like that as well? I mean all around. Um, you know, today's society gets offended so very easily. Um, so it's not necessarily just political views, but it's also personal views as well. Um, when it comes to racism and homophobia, those are current topics that people are just starting to feel comfortable about speaking about. And if you think about Morgan Wallace, 
he was raised in the South. He's a country singer where systemically he was raised on racist views. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of canceling him, it should be, you know, th- these are the reasons why using this type of language or this kind of behavior hurts people and educating them on why systemic racism is such an issue and why people are so vocal about it and what it does to negatively impact the black community. Okay, well, that's all the questions that we have for you. Thank you for doing this interview. Yes. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Okay, thank you. That is what the deal. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hello, this is Andrew Bunn, and I'm in the hallway with Brady Starner. Today, we are going to be talking about cancel culture, so we will just get right into it. Brady, who comes to your mind first when asked about being canceled? Um, I think pretty much the big one for me is, uh, you know, like... Obviously, like, things like Mr. Potato Head and um, Dr. Seuss. And then, like, personally, the big one for me is the Cleveland Indians. You know, like, team I grew up watching them, like, trying to change the name and stuff. I think that's, like, pretty much the big one that I think about. What's your opinion on uh, cancel culture and why is that? And if can you expand on that a little bit? Well, I think a lot of it is people are, like, maybe looking into things too much, not doing, like... Like I said, with the Indians and stuff, the Indians are named after, like, the Indians had the first um, Native American Indian to, like, play in the major leagues, and they named the team after him, and, like, they did an article in the paper back in early 1900s, and he said that, like, he was honored that the team was going to be named that and stuff after him. See, I, th- I think things like the Chief Wahoo logo and stuff, I think it's good to get rid of that, but I think people need to do more research to see, like, why things are named this and how it's, like trying to honor people not so much like being part of the like racist or whatever all right well this is brady starner and we were talking about cancel culture thank you do you think having social media changes your opinion on the matter well um, that's kind of patterson's interview doesn't have social media because like what he's yeah saying. yeah um i think Either way, you're going to be informed on it a little bit because it's such a big thing that's going on in the world. Um, however, I think whenever you do have social media, I think you understand a little bit more of how prevalent it is and maybe more details on it. And um, I mean, yeah, I think that's all I'd have to say about that. But Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. I feel like having social media allows you to really research more into like all the different hashtags and things that have been happening and the types and people that have been canceled. And I feel like Mr. Patterson, though he had very good points, uh, I felt like he was a little bit uninformed, not in a bad way, just in a way that he just <laughs> more like wasn't... More like biased. Yes. Like he was just, he was stating his opinions on the entire uh idea of cancel culture and that's not wrong Mm -hmm. it's just the way that he decided that he wanted to live his life which is a lot different than like mrs z who has Mm -hmm. had social media so she is well informed on everything but it was interesting to see like how they answered questions based off of knowing that they have very different social media ideas 
Yeah. Do you think that maybe, like, their age gap could also have it? Not calling Mr. Oh. Patterson old or Mrs. Z old, <laughs> just shouting that out. Do you think that maybe, like, I don't know, their age has something to do with it? I think so. And that's not a bad thing. Um, I think maybe there's, there might be a little bit of a trend of, I mean, the younger you are, the more likely you are to be more updated on on social media as opposed to people who are a little bit older um, because, you know, they have families and they have other things that they're, they're focusing on. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Age definitely has a, I think it definitely does have a impact on whether or not you're on social media or not. I think... Though there is very little to it that I think is a positive. I think the accountability part that Andrew talked about is definitely a big one. Like, addressing the fact that you did something wrong and you need to understand that you did something wrong. But to the extent that they take it to, I do not agree with. I feel like that is way too far. Yeah. I agree. I agree with what Sam said. Has anyone... Thank you, canceling somebody. I'm trying to think. I definitely have before. Do I regret it? Obviously, I like don't think I should have done that. But I think for me, like I, I haven't personally, um, and I'm, that's not saying like I think something I want to get across is like if you cancel someone or if you don't cancel someone, like it doesn't make you any worse of a person or any better of a person. I just think for me, if I'm not. I don't feel comfortable and this doesn't even have to do with cancel culture, but if I'm not super educated on a topic, I would rather just not say anything about it mm-hmm. because yeah. I, I just don't, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable saying something and I just don't know enough to form my own opinion on it. Um, I, I think that's just like where I would stand on it, but I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Like it is so easy for the media to twist and change mm-hmm. the ideas of what is happening in today's society. And what many, many people forget to do is do their research. And they tend to get caught up in the fact that they take the opinion that is on the screen mm-hmm. instead of really digging deeper into it. So for Andrew's point that was made, I really agree with that. I agree. Social media is such a it's a free, like it's a free forum thing. And I think, although I don't agree with it, everyone has their right to their own opinion and to say what they say. And I, you know, I support that. Something that Mr. Patterson said is like, you can have your own own opinion and we can agree to disagree, but um, I don't know. I think a lot of the, you know, issues come from probably the comment, se- comment section because maybe the initial post wasn't the wrong thing, but then the comments that lead like or follow that are what make it worse. And, you know, it's hard to, like, control that, and, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just kind of a hard thing to say, like, how it can be made a, a positive thing. When it is when it is such a uh, mass amount of followers that are tending to do this, it's hard to make changes because you're trying to critique thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. But if there was something that could change in it, I would leave out the toxicity that there is. Because the idea behind cancel culture, I don't think, was to completely ruin their lives for forever. Mm -hmm. I think the basis of it was they did something wrong. They need to pay for it because they don't get to just say whatever they want. Yes. So I think that 
leaving the toxicity behind, really like allowing them to learn from their mistakes would be the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Um, and sorry, I don't mean to interrupt anyone, but this doesn't necessarily even have to do with the question, but something that, you know, just keeps coming to my mind is I feel like we live in a world where, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too, and I'm like still working on it, but sometimes we don't understand the big picture or the lasting impacts our words have or actions have. So I think a positive change that can be made to society, and this isn't even doing with cancel culture, is just thinking about, okay, how are my actions and words going to affect people? Like, it might not affect me or the friends around me, but like, will this affect someone? And not being paranoid about that, because I don't think that's healthy to be paranoid about it. But just thinking big picture and saying, like, is this something that's positive and is this something that's going to put people down or put people up? And I think, you know, if we just focus on that more, I think we would, you know, all get along more because it all just comes down to conflict and people just interpreting things wrong. Okay. Is there anything else that we could discuss in Nope. I feel like that wraps up our questions pretty well. Yeah, I agree. Andrew, you want to finish this out? Yeah, um, it was a pleasure making this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, Thank you for listening to What's the Deal? Come back next week to hear us talk about COVID-19 and the effects it leaves on your brain. Peace. Thanks, everybody.